What is going on all you guys and gals, all you Marks and Maggies, all you cheapos out there, TJ Albin here. Before we get started on the festivities for this fabulous, I will say fabulous episode of Cheap Talk Wrestling, I want to give a second to take a moment and talk about one of our brand new sponsors here, Straight Shooters Family Billiards in Fall River, Massachusetts. That's right, folks. The new season is here for pool and might as well jump in on all the fun at 288 Plymouth Ave in Fall River, Massachusetts. First tournament of the year has been announced January 22nd. They will be hosting a nine ball series. The event will be added a $600 double elimination handicap race. That's right, folks. You definitely want to register for this event because you know what it does? It also adds to the season finale bonus of $5,000. That's right, folks. You don't want to miss out on any of this. Register by January 20th on Facebook, Straight Shooters on Facebook. Definitely give them a message. Definitely want to check out this tournament. And you definitely want to check out Straight Shooters on Plymouth Ave in Fall River. But for now, let's get over to Brendan Carr. What is going on, all you guys and gals, all you Marks and Maggies, all you cheapos out there? And you know for a fact who you are, you cheapos. I mean, I'm the cheapest man in the room, TJ Alba, joined alongside with the challenger who will be announcing on January 18th his new title, like this new concept. He's he's told me this off-air, folks, that this is a concept we have not seen yet for the CTW Championship match with the champion, Jay Golden. But Brandon Carr... I'm I'm sending it right over to you, buddy. Come on. What's up? Listen, I had to take last week off because I had to think about what I wanted to do for this title match. And I think I have a good idea what I'm going to do to get my belt back from, I mean, the guy doesn't even show up here anymore. Like, can I even call him a champion at this point? Like, I mean, you can call him Brock, uh, Brock 2.0. Brock 2.0, part-timer. Brock like, 2.0, yeah. yeah, like, you know, I, I got it all set up. So, you know, January 18th, when I announce on Instagram live, what I'm going to do, you know, like I said in my promo, Jake is you, you gotta, you gotta be prepared and I'm taking my belt back. It's my belt. You know, you were, you were, you were not representing CTW the way that you should be. You haven't been here since you haven't been here since last year. We're in 2022 now. Where have you been? You know, it's ridiculous at this point. Hey, we made the offer to him. He just couldn't uh, show up to the offer, which is fine. You know, it's what it is. You know, the champ's busy. Champ's busy, uh, you know, I guess helping our brand. You know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, uh, whatever. How, I, I, whatever I, I don't know how he's helping if he's pushing shopping carts at Target. I don't know how he's really <laughs> helping. He's got some, he's got the eye on the price over there somehow. You know, hey, whatever. hey, I mean, keep an eye on the Target over there, Goldberg. Keep an eye on the Target. Anyway, yeah. I want to jump right into this with Charlie Haas debuting for impact wrestling you know 2022 has been a good year so far for ctw folks we announced a show we announced this new concept for the ctw championship defense that we're going to be seeing sometime soon charlie haas our last guest of 2021 makes a big splash in 2022 on impact wrestling who is on fire right now when it comes to talent acquisitions 
branding supremacy when it comes to Ring of Honor, working with Impact. We're going to get we're going to get into that in a little bit. And, you know, that forbidden door is opening, folks. We keep talking about that forbidden door and it keeps on opening. And someone is texting me live on air. Who is it and what is going on here? Oh my it's God. not the editor, folks, because we revealed that last week. And, you know, I got some texts about that as well. And I got shockers, like I called, you know, like, you know, I'll say, yeah, I thought it was a good story. I thought it was a good build, you know, and to be honest, like to yep. kind of open up into booking, Goldberg was going to be the original editor, was going to be the original editor, char- editor character on our show. And I, I like, I want to keep it open. I want to keep it clear. And I want to, I want to keep that transparent with you guys. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to build it up to something big, but, you know, someone doesn't show up. So what can I really do? We put them in a new concept or a new role. Henceforth, why we're doing this new title defense. But I'm not going to break down stories, folks. We're not going to break that down. We're talking about Charlie Haas and Impact Wrestling. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for this. It was in Dallas because they filmed Hard to Kill down there, which obviously for Impact Wrestling, it is still hard to kill. Surprisingly, yep. with everything that's going on. Good one. I mean, with everything that's going on with Impact Wrestling, with Ring of Honor working together now, and you're seeing this brand war, we saw the first shots being drawn by Ring of Honor. You had the Ring of Honor World Championship match being defended. You had Chris Saban versus Jonathan. Great match, great technical match between those two. Congratulations to Jonathan for winning that match and winning the Ring of Honor title and keeping the Ring of Honor title, might I add, you know, not yeah. to not to like get into him a little bit, but we're going to get into the fact that we're seeing that door open for Ring of Honor not dying. Like they are true to their word. They are working on something for April. And <clears throat> are we going to see it at Rebellion in April? We could. We could. Yeah. I, th- I think that's I think that's where yep. the new jumping off point for Ring of Honor will start. For um, for them working with Impact Wrestling, I, and I like to see that companies are finally ready to work together, like in a unit, like a real unit, a real working unit. Back in the day, when you look, there was no such thing as exclusive talent. You know, even WWE no. just not to you know. Look, I'm I have ADD. I jump around, folks. Trust You're me. going on a tangent I, right now. I go on so many tangents. It's terrible. <laughs> It's it's terrible to have a conversation with me at dinner. It's terrible because I have nine different conversations and people ask me, what was the first thing you brought up? And I'm like this. That's a good question. Great Maybe question. we'll talk about that and get back to that point. But oh, my God, what was the What was the original topic? Oh, my goodness. Charlie Haas. It was Charlie, Charlie Haas. Last year. Thank oh, you. my gosh. Oh, God damn it, kid. Chris Blackheart t-shirts are still for sale, folks, by the way. They're buy them, like buy them. They're going to be selling like hotcakes, I promise you. And we're working on a merchandise website, folks. It's going to be up soon. I promise you that. That's big news. I know I, I didn't really have anything to lay it. Like, there's no layup for that. I just kind of slammed it on the podcast. It's fine. There's no layup for it. Yeah, we have a merchandise website in the works. We're working with a couple of different podcasts on the Daily Goat. Not going to give any <clears throat> bombas out there. Not going to give any hints or bombas, but it's what it is. Um... But yeah, so Charlie Haas made his Impact Wrestling debut. I feel like I've said that before already. But with Impact working with Ring of Honor, I'm excited to see it. I'm really excited to see what we're, what to expect. Really, it's just, it's hard to like expect something that was unexpected to work with from Impact to Ring of Honor coming together. You had Matt Taven, 
You had Mike Bennett, Maria Canales, PCO, Vinny. You had all them in that impact ring after that big, big match, that big tag team match. Just jumping the gun, basically declaring war. I love to basically declaring war. I like it. Your thoughts. Yeah. And it's just great to see, I think these companies starting to work together again. And, you know, these ring of honor guys who, you know, unfortunately the company, you know, kind of was going down, you know, the bad trajectory and, you know, getting all these guys to come to TNA impact and, you know, it's great. And it's exciting, you know, seeing that those guys come to impact and just kind of seeing what, you know, hopefully it's going to be the new direction of wrestling. Cause we'll talk about WWE with Mickey James, but you know, it's just great. I think to see these companies working together and, you know, like you were talking about, like, this is what wrestling was back, you know, when, before we were born, you know, it's just something that's, yeah. it's great. So I'm very excited for it. And to have, Charlie Haas debuted on Impact. A guy that we just talked to was a great interview. Make sure you guys listen to it. Bunch of marks if you haven't listened to it. If you're a bunch of marks out there that listen every week and you have not listened to the Charlie Haas interview, go listen to it. Great conversation. Go listen to it right now. Love the guy. We're having dinner with him. Pause this podcast. Go listen to the Charlie Haas interview and come back. I'm going to spoil something for you. I'm having dinner with him in Dallas. That's happening. And I'm going to get video of this dinner. We're going to get, I'm getting dinner with him in Dallas. I promise you that. What are you guys getting? You guys are getting uh, barbecue and Dr. Pepper, right? Barbecue and Dr. Pepper. There we Meal go. Meal of champions right there. Meal of champions in Dallas. Meal of champions. Meal of champions. I like it. You know, yeah. like he's getting to the fluffy man's heart. He's getting to the fluffy man's heart. The Dr. Pepper, you know, barbecue. Oh, man. Everything is bigger in Texas. I, I'm, I'm already starting to like it. It's, it's a little fluffier. It's fluffier down there. It is. It's a little fluffier down there. I like it. I like it so far. That's why I'm going back. I'm going back for Mania. I'm excited for excited it. Excited and stuff. I am. I'm very excited for it. And it's going to be exciting to see what 2022 brings us with talent acquisitions, especially with WWE closing their policy on having exclusive talent. Now, when I talk about being exclusive, I know for a fact I am not exclusive when it comes to my ring announcement skills as a provider. For example, being Showcase Pro Wrestling, I am back at Showcase Pro Wrestling January 15th in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. And then following that in Fall River, Massachusetts, folks, January 21st, we are back in Fall River. Showcase Pro Wrestling is back in Fall River. I am making my official debut in Fall River, Massachusetts. I am super excited for that. And then following that, February 11th, for Showcase Pro Wrestling, we hit Totten, Massachusetts, folks. We're back in Totten. And then February 12th, we are back in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Definitely check out these future dates for me for Showcase Pro Wrestling. Definitely check out New Age Wrestling in Springfield, Massachusetts, March 12th. But I also want to take a moment to give a shout out to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment. The newest wrestling facility in upstate New York, in Oneida, New York. But do yourself a favor and check them out. Start following them at UWE Wrestling 40. And make sure to follow also Showcase Pro Wrestling at SP Wrestling. And make sure to follow New Age Wrestling at New underscore Age underscore Wrestling underscore Dojo. <laughs> make sure to follow all of my wrestling promotion friends. Like So yeah. there have been statements out there. There were many different rumors about this. But a lot of people are getting the official word now. 
that when it comes to talents from other companies, example being champions, like for example, what you like you talked about with Mickey James, there's no holding back anymore. Yeah. Plus, to add to that, WWE is also in conversations with all elite wrestling to yep. work with oh, them yeah. on future projects and future stories. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the future stories part, but when it comes to uh, different documentaries like WWE 24s, different um, like bio pictures that they want to make, I could see that because I know they did that last year with Chris Jericho. That was kind of like the first, yeah. the first that we saw of AEW working with WWE in a good relationship. We saw that. Do you think, Car? Actually, not to get off my tangent off that, but do you think that we actually could see AEW talent working? A WWE event. I hope so. I don't think it'll happen this year. Um, I would give it, you know, maybe a couple more years, you know, as things kind of start developing, as the relationship gets stronger. I think that's important. You know, I think it's still very early on and it's still a great, you know, it's a step in the right direction. I mean, mean, when I saw Mickey James was going to be at the Royal Rumble, I was like, she's, at impact is you know it's the tna knockout champion right now like that was like one of the first you know times i've ever seen wwe do something like that and i think it's great you know and i think it just makes it more exciting and i honestly thought i'd never see the day but you know here we are now and i think maybe down the road it's possible i'm not so sure yet because i think AEW is still trying to you know, compete with WWE, but I think if, you know, you put Tony Khan in a room and Vince McMahon in a room and they can talk, you know, who knows what can end up coming up with it. And if it means that, you know, all these companies are just joined together into one unit and working together, it just makes everything great. It makes wrestling more exciting. So I'm, I'm all for it. It does. And you don't have to like divide yourself. You don't have to divide the audience. The thing is with, Working with AEW and WWE, putting them together, is the demographic. The demographic and the product itself. And I've talked to, I think I talked to you about this off air, and I talked to a couple of people about this, uh, either in like in conversation or at work. Uh, The fact is, when you look at AEW's product, they want to build huge stories and they want to build matches that can go the distance. We've seen that with Brian Danielson, Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega. You see those kinds of matches because they want to put on matches that are going to steal the show versus with WWE. Look, they, they're a workhorse. They're a workhorse company and they're going to work you to the bone. So when it comes to match styles or when it comes to five-star matches, they don't care. They just want to see something out there. That's going to tell a story. That's all they care about. So when it comes to the breakdown from matches, okay, it's going to take some time to actually meet in the middle. Plus, when you look at the rating of it, when you look at a PG versus TV 14 with the blood and everything like that, there has to be a compromise to meet in the middle. Will WWE meet in the middle with this? You hope so. You hope so, yeah. But will AEW work to the PG era or work with the PG company? Maybe, maybe not. That's that's the whole Real, yeah. That should be the real conversation with, okay, who are we going to see for dream matches or who are we going to see first from AEW on WWE or vice versa? It should be, how is this really going to work if we do see yeah. something like this? We saw, the first, we saw the first shot with Impact Wrestling. They acknowledge Mickey James as the in- current Impact Knockouts champion. And yeah. then the next night on Impact, they acknowledge WWE 
with the Royal Rumble giving it hype. That just shows you the working relationship that they both have. Not to say that they're putting like matches together for the future shows or WrestleMania or for like Saudi Arabia shows or like, I don't know, the next house show. No, they're building name recognition to work with working with one another. That's it. You're not going to see impact versus WWE, the video game, or you're not going to see WWE versus impact, uh, the super show like invasion back in 2001. You're not going to see that right now. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe, maybe not. You never, you never know. Never know. But that that conversation is for a later time and a later date. But you will see acknowledgement for their accomplishments from other companies, which is commendable yeah. and that's huge, especially from a company like WWE that doesn't do that often. Yeah, and I think it's a start. You know, you want to you know start slow. Um, if something eventually happens, you know that'd be awesome. But yeah. I think you know with you know going back to your AEW and WWE thing, like it would be interesting to kind of see how, you know, they would both mesh because I feel like, like you were talking about, I think they're both kind of different. Um, And then like, you also have to think about it in this way where you have AEW wrestlers, you know, who, you know, kind of had some bad blood with WWE. Like, how is that going to work? You know, you have that kind of component in there and, you know, are are those guys going to put, set their differences aside and work with, you know, WWE, you know, to do some type of thing. So I think it's just, I don't know if we'll see it. I hope so, but it's a start with, you know, WWE and impact kind of given, you know, that name recognition, like you were talking about, it's a start. Hopefully it leads to something, um, but it probably won't be for a while. You have guys years ago talking smack about WWE. You have guys talking about smack about any other company. The bottom line is the one thing that really talks in this business. It's what it's what's in your wallet. It's money. Yep. Money talks. Okay, anything that you say that's bullshit. Now, I'm not trying to guess cliches with this. Money talks, bullshit walk. Simple. It's really that simple. They don't care. Like, look, Tony Khan cares about the dollar. And that's yep. how it is for him. Look, he has no budget when it comes to wrestling. Honest to God, look who he's signing. Look who he is signing, folks. Everybody basically, including their mother, including their mother, he's signing everybody to AEW. Yeah. Do you think WWE wants a part of that? Yeah, I'd say so. Get a couple bucks out of him. Get that's the whole thing is that it, if it's working, you want to jump on it. Yes. Want to jump on it. You want to invest in it. Take a look at, like, take a look at the stock market. Everybody jumped on with Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. Look where it went. Look how much money people made. Yeah. Where is it now? They jumped on it, jumped. When they made some money, they jumped off. Yep. WWE. And I'm not saying that's going to be the situation with WWE or AEW. Not to say that. But if money is talking and money is going to go up, then it's good. It's good for business. It's good for them, but it's good for the fan as well to not get divided. You're not dividing money here, folks. You're not going to divide the money. And especially with AW breaking ground in Connecticut, working in Connecticut, working in New York, working mm-hmm. in big cities that WWE hasn't worked or working in cities that WWE performs well in. But now you're taking a look at the numbers for venues. AEW is getting a bigger rise than WWE and then you're seeing WWE losing with like two thirds of an arena. You gotta, you gotta meet somewhere on that folks. You gotta meet yeah. somewhere where, okay, it works out for you, but it works out for them. That's it. Bottom line, bottom line, money's going to talk all day. And like, like I said, money's the money's the biggest thing. And for AEW, it it's, it's a win. It's a W for them. And for, especially for WWE, it's a win for them as well. No matter yep. what, and it's a win for us. Like I said, it's a win for us, you know, win for everybody. Keep, 
it's a exactly it's a win for us because we get to cover it. Yeah. Yeah. A win for us because we get to cover it and we get to talk to some of these people. We get to get the ins and outs, you know, the lefts, the rights, you know, you get yep. all that. But with Mickey, like example being again, like Mickey James, like having a phenomenal match last uh, the other night, by the way, not to say last night, mm-hmm. but the other night uh, with Deanna Peraza. Great Texas match, great Texas death match, or yeah. Texas extreme, whatever they call it. Anyway, bottom line, great, great match, hardcore match. It's a good card. Impact does very well when it comes to these shows. Now, I know we also on our social media had some, I'm going to acknowledge it, some issues when it came to the Impact Heavyweight Championship. Uh, that person will not be named because, you know, they're good people and I thank them on our mm-hmm. social media team and I thank them. You know, at least we corrected the mistake, but Moose is still your Impact World Champion. And he's already, actually, he's calling out uh, uh, Roman Reigns to mm. do like a champion versus champion type deal. But getting into champion versus champion, and we talked about it last week. Me and Dylan talked about this last week about how we could actually be seeing Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania unification. Yep. Car, I want to get your thoughts on this before we break down, I guess, how they could do this. Because it looks like we're going to be getting that. But like, it looks like we're going to be seeing uh, some form of this match happening in the near future. Yeah, I just like you, you get sick of it, you know, with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. It's like we've been here before. We've been here how many times? Like three, two Something like that. In the last um, year? Are you talking about in the last year? Or just you generally in, at WrestleMania. In general? Oh, my match. goodness. So <laughs> let's let's go back a little bit. Let's WrestleMania go. 31. Yeah. WrestleMania 31, which was um, changed into a triple threat last minute with the money. With Seth Rollins, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. 34. Roman, Rain, uh, Roman Reigns was originally supposed to walk out with the title. Brock Lesnar signed a brand new contract that same day. And then Brock Lesnar left with the WWE yep. Championship. Yep. And then we also had that match uh, in Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, okay. we had that match in Saudi Arabia. Oh no, I'm sorry. We had well, we also had that match at SummerSlam. We were supposed to have that match again in the Saudi Arabia event, but with Roman Reigns uh, like uh, having leukemia, we had to, that match was postponed. Yep. Um, and then whew, where else? Oh my goodness, I'm I'm drawing this whole thing back. Holy cow! Regardless, it's regardless like, of how many times, yeah. Regardless, like it's, it's just. Listen, it's like we've seen this same story all the time, the whole time, all the time. And, you know, it's unfortunate that Roman had COVID and we didn't get to see it again. But now, you know, going a whole new direction, Brock Lesnar's your WWE champion. Roman Reigns remains his universal champion. And yeah, like if you saw SmackDown this past week, like again, it seems like that this is going to be a storyline that they're going to kind of keep long term and it'll probably culminate at WrestleMania, which I, I like I'm sick of it. You know, I don't I don't want it, um, especially if it's like a unification match for the titles. Like, what are you going to do in that sense? You know, it's ridiculous. But in, you know, you, you we uh, at least we're getting Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. But like, that's a match I thought they could have saved for WrestleMania, you know, and it's unfortunate. Like, that's going to be a match that Bobby Lashley, we know, is going to lose. Um and it gets put to the Royal Rumble, you know, this is a match that we've all been wanting to see for quite some time, but now it gets put to the Royal Rumble and it's just kind of like a slap to the face, I think for all of us, but it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Um, 
you know, it, it, it just, it sucks that this is the kind of like the same old story, the same old match that we keep seeing over and over again, you know, in some kind of capacity with the storyline. But I just hope, you know, after it, well, then I'm hoping that after it, that that's it, but I don't know. It, it's, I get it because you're going to be at Dallas and you want to have kind of like, you know, that big match, you know, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are basically your two, you know, biggest stars in the company um it just i don't know it to me i don't like it um it'll be interesting to see what they do with it but at this point i'm just kind of sick of it and it's ridiculous so well i i think so too i, I think we're getting that john cena versus randy orton feel to it basically right in, in a way like look john cena and randy orton had great chemistry they knew how to work with each other but the problem was is that that was like the go-to match for yes. any story they yes. wanted to work it how many times that was that rivalry supposed to end how many times like do we get like this is the final chapter but then all of a sudden that match is reworked again same yep. thing with like okay same thing with triple h versus randy orton same thing i, I feel like randy orton's put in the situation a lot yeah but do you think this is yeah. their way of filling in the gap that was supposed to be the rock because i know there was that rumor that the rock was supposed yeah. to be in dallas and, you know, like they need that big, big push. Or do you think this is their way to get tickets for Saudi Arabia up in a champion versus champion match just to like do like, OK, who is the bigger champion? Could possibly be something like that. Um, because there is rumors that Saudi Arabia is uh, Saudi Arabia is supposed to have a show uh, in late February, which is the rumor following uh, the Royal Rumble. But right. Uh, go right. Go right ahead. Yeah, but if, yeah, no, if that is the rumor, like I get it. Um, but it's just, you know, like you were talking about, like I think that's the, I think that's a perfect example because while those two guys have great chemistry, you just kind of get sick of it as a fan seeing the same match over and over again, the same storyline over and over again. You know, and I get it's different this time that Brock Lesnar is the babyface and Roman Reigns the heel, but it's just you know, as a fan, I'm sick of seeing the match and, you know, now it's, you know, it's all, all but confirmed that this is going to be the match at WrestleMania. And it's like, it makes all these other matches that these two have kind of washed, you know, because you kind of know who's going to win and you know what the direction that WWE is going to go in eventually. And, you know, you just kind of get sick of it. Um, But it makes it interesting in the way where who would win the Royal Rumble match. Because, you know, if they want to do a champion versus champion match, then what does the Royal Rumble winner do? Do they make Roman Reigns enter the Royal Rumble? Like, I, like, I don't know, you know? No, you don't see that. I, you, you definitely don't see that. When you think about, like, when you think about Roman Reigns and the character that they're trying to build with him, do you want the acknowledgement? Why enter the Royal Rumble? If, like, but you, when you're, in that case, you're searching for the acknowledgement. That's true. You know? So what do you do with the Royal Rumble winner? Before I get into how I would book the Royal Rumble match, I want to take a quick second to give a shout out to one of our new sponsors, TeamClicks.com. You're a sports fan out there. Let's be real. You Marks and Maggies. Come on. I know you're the Red Sox. You're the you're the Patriots fans. You're getting ready for the playoffs. Why not get ready for the playoffs with TeamClicks.com? They have detachable arms with your favorite sports team from the New England Patriots to the Kansas City Chiefs. 
to the Green Bay Packers, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even to my Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but it's what it is. All these detachable arms are available to you at teamclicks.com slash TTW. What would I do? Uh, yeah. so I would. So if that if the WWE versus Universal title match is to, supposed to be booked at, at WrestleMania, what I would do is I would put the winner saying, I don't want to wait till Mania. I want to go into Saudi Arabia knowing I'm going to be the champion going into WrestleMania. That's such a waste of a Royal Rumble spot. Like, I it agree. Just, I agree, like, but if, look, if I'm the guy with the pencil, that's how I would book it. If that's like the true idea that they want to book champion versus champion at Mania going into night two of WrestleMania, that's how I would do it. Or, but like, and then again, you could also do it the way that they did it with uh, the women's championship. Uh, back at 35, you had the winner. Oh, yeah, right. You had the winner, and then you had Charlotte Flair into the mix, and then she wins the SmackDown Women's Championship uh, like a week before, and it's like a winner-take-all. But the problem is, is that you're not going to see any of these titles defended on a weekly basis. And you're not going right. to see anybody lose a title on a weekly basis on a Raw or SmackDown with a guy like Brock Lesnar and with a guy like Roman Reigns, who's had the top, has had the longest reign as Universal Champions. You're not going to see that. The best way of doing it then is to add, like, is to have the match build, is to have the match build uh, with the winner, and then you have I don't know, like maybe Brock Lesnar's advocate Paul Heyman, who how he talks about him being a free agent pencils his way into the main event into the main the main main event for night two of mania maybe you could do it that way too well like have roman reigns wrestle both nights no um no not even roman reigns wrestle both nights i'm saying i'm saying like do the same thing they did with the charlotte flair oh yeah yeah, okay ronda rousey you had the match set between ronda and becky Charlotte Flair added herself to the mix because they didn't feel like Becky was a true player. So they put Charlotte in, in there instead. I get it. Yep. You see, you can work it like that. You can work it like that to like, okay, now you want to add your, like, like Brock Lesnar feels like he should be added into the main event because he's the top guy. He's the top spot. He should be the top build. Not a bad way to doing it. Or, you know, and I'm like, there's so many scenarios to this. And then the other scenario is you could look at it as, like a New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom like this year previously. You had Okada wrestling both nights, winning the yeah. title the first night and then winning the undisputed title the second night. Mm-hmm. You could put it that way. You could do <clears throat> both men wrestle night one. The winners go on to night two to unify the titles. You could do it that way too. But then you already know who's going to win those matches. Right. Like that's the only yeah, that's real the, logic the, to that is that you already know who's going to be in that night two main event, unless they come up with the ultimate swerve for that. I don't know what they're going to do. It just, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to do that. Like I get it where, you know, like it's the two biggest well wrestlers. It's your cash cows basically, but you know, it just makes the, it makes the Royal rumble a waste completely. I think. Um, well, if it wasn't for Roman getting COVID, like we wouldn't be seeing this, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. At door to that option. But I feel like they could have put Brock in another situation to win like the Royal Rumble and get the Universal Championship in that case. I feel like that could have been a better build for it too and then kept the original fatal four-way for the WWE Championship. But then you also have 
people thinking, oh, it's going to be Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, like myself at WrestleMania. I wanted. I thought so too. Yeah. But now we're seeing at the Royal Rumble, which is, I think, it's such a waste. A wa- it's, not, it's not a waste. It's not a waste because we're going to see the match. Then that's a match I've been wanting to see for years. Well, right. Bobby but... came back. It's just the fact that they're doing it on a low, not that it's not even a lower scale. It's one of the big four. It's not a low scale. It's a big venue uh, in St. Louis at the dome in St. Louis. But you know, who's going to win. Good field. It's still a big match. We already know who's going to win. Yeah. But it's, there's no build. There's not going to be like, obviously yeah, there's build. we're going to see the build starting uh, tonight, actually on Monday night with, uh, I feel like they're going to use uh, MVP a lot. I feel like they're going to use Paul Heyman a lot. And I like how they're going to use that that style of okay my advocate my manager uh you have your um you have your hype man hyping up this match and then you like i hope to god like honestly we don't see anything physical between the two until we get to that match i hope so that's the reason is because when they like they get together for the first time that should be it it shouldn't have been in that fatal fucking five way and i'm gonna say that because it's that now you already ruined the spark of a holy shit moment. You never saw John Cena and The Rock colliding together. You never saw it. Yeah, the first time they, Bobby they, Lashley speared Brock Lesnar through a barricade, right? Yeah, and that's okay. Like, that's you ruined that. You ruined that moment. But again, but it also adds to the hype of they can use that now. They can use that. Yeah. It's like, oh, last time Bobby Lashley uh, met with Brock Lesnar the first time, speared him, speared him through the barricade. Had the hurt the lock in, met, you know? Hurt lock. Third time, almost yeah. had him tapping. Or almost knocked him out. Like they did that. They laid that out uh, this past week. But yeah. but the problem is, is that like you're you're when you want to build something like this, two big fucking behemoths going at it like this, two animals going at it that are both MMA fighters at the top of their game, at the top of the mountain WWE. Why not build it at the fucking biggest pay per view of the that's, year? That's the what I'm saying. Show, the biggest venue. That's what I'm saying. Every night should be a big show. Not to not, not to like take like not to take anything away, not to burst the bubble of a Royal Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble because I love the surprises. Granted, they screwed the uh, the the surprises for the women's Royal Rumble match, and I'm going to get to that in just a second. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they want to do this at the Rumble, okay, let's see how they let's see how they work it. Let's see how they yeah. work it. And I want to see how that match builds. If they fucking put Bobby Lashley going down in 30 seconds, that's when I fucking lose my shit and I cancel my ticket to fucking Mania. Yep. <laughs> if that match lasts two minutes, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm canceling my trip. I, I hope it doesn't. I mean, I want to go. I want to go to Mania. I should, no, I shouldn't have said it out loud. I take it back. I take it yeah, back. Don't, don't go, to do that like, go to WrestleMania. Bro. I'm going to WrestleMania regardless, but I know I'm not getting the Brock Lesnar shirt. I'm not getting the Brock Lesnar shirt now. There you go. Yeah, my I'm getting my hurt business shirt. But to the women's Royal go. Rumble, uh, for for the Royal Rumble match for them, it's I feel like they did very well with put booking Charlotte into that match because now you can have that acknowledgement in that match between like Charlotte and her challenger. Like, look, we had that back in 2020. With Drew McIntyre, like kicking out uh, Brock Lesnar, and even though he was a like he was just an eliminating machine, yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do and see if they can get the spark to hit twice in like in two years. Who do you think would would eliminate Charlotte? <sighs> well, my original pick for that one would have been Tony Storm, but I mean she's gone now. Uh, maybe yep. they put Liv Morgan <laughs> in that title. Maybe 
honestly, maybe put Liv Morgan in that shot. Like I said it before, I, I'll say I said it before, and I'll say it again. I think Liv Morgan is going to be the winner of the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to keep saying that. I'm not changing it. I don't think it's going to be Bianca Belair. Look, they have Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch in the main event for the Raw Women's Championship. I don't see that happening. I would love to see Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch one more time, but if it's going to be Charlotte Flair in the Royal Rumble, I'd love to see someone like Liv Morgan eliminating her. Or if anything, even a Bailey, because I know there's rumors going around about Bailey returning, making her big yeah. return to the ring. I know she's uh, that different. would have been my pick too. Like her, I think would have been made sense. But maybe even Alexa Bliss as like that fiendish character that she's trying to like, or this like uh, this dollhouse like character that she has. I know we're gonna be getting her back tonight on Raw. Yep. So I, I only time will tell on that booking. Maybe we see it. Maybe we don't. I know last year she didn't wrestle. But she did make an appearance at WrestleMania in a short, uh, a short manner in a short time, which was very yep. uh, interesting. Yeah, at least especially for fans in attendance. So, yep. Um, but yeah, I, I like if if I had to go with my heavy favor for that match, I'd say for me, Liv Morgan, uh, to win the Rumble. And if anything, I hope to see her challenge maybe Charlotte. I think that'd be a better match to see. I think that'd be a good match. Not to say better, but I think it'd be a good match to see to change the pace. Uh, change of environment for her. And yeah, I think you could really, you could really do a good build with that match. I think so too. Like, cause you yeah, have yeah. Queen versus like Liv Morgan. You can bring up how she's had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to win the Raw Women's Title, and it's like she's been screwed over, or she's like <clears throat> every time you can't win the big one. They could book it as you can't win the big one, and then all of a sudden. She wins at a f- the biggest event of the year against the queen, Charlotte Flair. I yeah, like kind of like her being like the underdog the entire time and like kind of having that exactly. mentality and Charlotte being like, I'm better than you at everything. And, you know, yeah. like you could do it something like that. I, I think that would work. I like yeah, that. It really work. Yeah. I think that'd be, that'd be a really good booking for that. I think that'd be a really good way to really build it. Because you have a lot of time, like between Mania and the Rumble, yep. so I think to do it that way would be excellent. Absolutely. I think I think when it comes to betting odds, I know there are going to be some betting odds on this match. Now, do you think that with uh, Mickey James entering it, do you think she might be the heavy favorite? I know I have mine, but do you think with her entering into it and with everything that's going on when it comes to WWE and storytelling, and about how they are opening? the door that forbidden door do you think that maybe she's like a heavy favorite to combine wwe with impact i mean that would be crazy but i don't think so i mean i feel like you know i feel like it'd be too early to do something like that like it's great that she's going to be in the match and like you know it's exciting but i don't know if they would do you know something necessarily like where she wins it i mean it would be cool but I, I like your Liv Morgan pick, though. I think it'd be, you know, her or Bailey or, like, Bianca Belair would probably be, like, those one of those three, I think, would probably make sense. But it'd be interesting. I, I don't know if they would do something like that right away, though. So do you think Bianca Belair would be, like, the heavy favorite to go back-to-back? If she's not booked, so here's the thing. I know we're speaking in advance about this. Look, we have Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Dewdrop fighting tonight on raw to like to find out who is the number one contender for the raw women's championship against big time Bex. Do you think we see Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch? 
to mm. kind of get away from Liv Morgan so that way Liv Morgan carries out the 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 holy grail of winning the rumble. Do you think we see that or do you think we see it vice versa but we see Liv Morgan later that night going into that match? Um no, I think I would probably say they'll do Bianca and Becky and then Liv Morgan wins the Royal Rumble. I think that probably would be like the more likely outcome. I think that's like the better outcome, I think. Okay. You know, it just it just makes more sense, I think, in my opinion. I think so. I think I'd be a good I don't see Drew drop. I, I don't see Drew drop uh I don't think she'll win. I think she's a good uh, I think she's a good addition to the title picture. I think she is. I think when you look at Dewdrop, I think she's a great uh, wrestler she's a good technician and she like trust me I've, I've i've watched her since like nxt uk and even before that on the independence she's great when it comes to like the build that she's had from when she wasn't the developmental system to even the independence yep. up until now point i'm getting at is i don't think it's her time just yet yeah they were supposed to build off of her with uh eva marie that fell through and then you have her kind of going solo i think with her maybe associating yourself with the champ, maybe that's a good move. I think that'd be maybe, cool yeah. to see. I think that'd be really cool to see, but I also think um, maybe building Bianca Belair versus her a little more, I think we can get a really good payoff off, uh, off that match. I think so too, yeah. And maybe, like, who knows? Maybe even with Alexa Bliss. Maybe see, like, Alexa Bliss versus Dewdrop. That could be a match as well. Look, there are so many options for Dewdrop. Yeah. We still have a lot more to go when it comes to the Royal Rumble, and we still have ways to go to see how Impact does as well. Now, yeah. to, like, to kind of intertwine everything, to kind of, I, I guess, to kind of close it out here. You know, I think we, I think this is, I'll be honest, I think this has been a good, a good episode, honestly. Like, talking I think about so. it. But the Forbidden Door is still open, and it's opening, it's, it's getting a little wider. It keeps wider. opening. That door's breaking, man. That door's breaking, yep. breaking off the hinges. It is. Which is, I can't believe, like, we're at this point right now. It's crazy that Mickey James is going to be in the Royal Rumble match. And she's awesome. the impact. It's awesome. It's just crazy. Do you think this is her way, their way of, uh, do you think this is WWE's way of saying, like, we apologize for what happened when we released you? Like, to kind of give her that shining moment, like, to give her that one, like, one more payday? Because it could, like, be, part of, it could be part of the reason, because... Didn't she like kind of just get her stuff like thrown in a bag and be like, yeah, like that's we covered you know. it, bro. We covered that. We yep. covered that release. I remember that. Yeah, which is like it's crazy. So, I mean, I, I mean, it's possible that that could, um, you know, be a reason why they bring her back. But I think more so, you know, want that to start some sort of relationship with another company, and I think that is probably you know the bigger picture. Um, you know, uh, idea and um, conclusion that they want, you know, is being able to be like, hey, we're, we're working with Impact and, you know, hopefully we can work with other people and hopefully one day, you know, everyone's working together and we see, you know, wrestlers from different companies wrestling each other, you know, more often. But it's just, it's, it's exciting though to kind of see something like that, you know, happen with Mickey James coming at the Royal Rumble. Time will tell. Time will tell with everything, especially with everything that's going on with the Forbidden Door. And I'm excited. Yep. And you know what? That Forbidden Door also opens for Cheap Shot on March 26th. 
Oh, there we go. I am excited, dude. And I was talking to Dylan about it last week, and I, you know, I went on my little tangent about I want who I wanted to thank, and I want to say thank you to you on air. I want to say thank you. Oh, you like, appreciate you, it. No, like you know, because it's like you, like for you, for Dylan, uh, especially Goldberg. I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 unfortunately, I get, but no, I want to say thank you, you guys. Like you know, yeah, because with the, the crazy ideas that like you know I throw at you guys, you you guys, we all do it. We all, we all like we're you guys are willing to go. I, I like I'll put it like this: you guys were willing to go through a battle for the interstate without knowing any of the challenges, without knowing what the weather was going to be like that day. Thank God yep. it was great. Thank God it was good weather. And like for everything that I threw at you guys, and I want to say thank you to both of you. And it, like I know, and like especially to Dylan who's not with us right now. Yeah, but I want to say thank you as well. You know. Yeah, no, it was no problem, and it was fun. It was a fun experience, and you know, it's it's going to be exciting for some of the things that we have in store for you guys. And you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for cheap dude. Cheap shot is going to be a fun dude. I got some, uh, I got some names that I'm working on. Get them for that show. I gotta oh, uh, I gotta stretch out for this one. Oh, I mean, but I think it's getting to that time that we yep. wrap it up. But we got some names signed for the card. We got Good some time. names. We got we got some names. You know, the biggest one, the biggest name for that match, uh, for that for that night, not for the match, but for that night is uh, for the CTW Championship, and that is uh, moi. Yep, that is me. You know, that, I'm the biggest signing for that night. If you didn't see the graphic, go follow it at, at Cheap Wrestling. You know, we threw it up randomly without any context or anything like that, but it's fine. <laughs> social media guy again <laughs> ah, but that's what it is kidding i love i love our guy i love that guy but no but anyway back Uh-oh. to what i was getting at but with cheap shot we got a lot of great talent to announce very soon we're still we're finalizing some stuff with some talent uh we're finalizing everything for cheap shot and i got a few surprises you know you don't even know no one knows this yet except for me and my in my like in my uh crazy mind over here my my booker's mind my promotional mind over here the mind of the provider the provider the provider and i'm still providing but you guys don't even know it i'm providing great opportunity for guys at showcase for wrestling i'm providing opportunities for a lot of our great sponsors here today and i'm going to be announcing some big news in the coming months but first i want to focus on cheap shot and the to beyond cheap shot but for now we will bid you adieu so make sure you follow us on all forms of social media at cheap wrestling and card is so nice can you say it more than twice at cheap wrestling at cheap wrestling at cheap wrestling at cheap wrestling make sure you follow us at cheap wrestling folks make sure you also subscribe on all forms of podcasting we're on spotify we're on apple we're on the yo man espanola http dot dot slash slash Yo, Espanola CTW. It has expanded in 2022 for some reason. I don't know. The guy in Colombia sent me the link. This is the link that they have over there in Colombia. Yo, shout man. Colombia. Shout out to Colombia over there. Great Wi Fi connection over there. I'm just going to say that. It is, yeah. Great Wi Fi connection. <laughs> but make sure you guys listen to future episodes. Next week, Car live on Instagram for CTW will be announcing officially the title opportunity, the title match between him and the current, unfortunately, reigning defending Cheap Dog Wrestling heavyweight champion, Jay Golden. I know yep. we had to, we had to get dramatic right there, folks, but it's very dramatic. 
It's very dramatic. We're going to do it for dramatic effect. Like, and I hope we add that graphic effect. No, the, the audio effect. I'm sorry. Dun, dun. There we go. No, and actually, no, I'll just leave it like that. I, I kind of like it. I'm, actually, I'm the one that's editing this. I'm probably just going to, probably not going to add it. It's fine. It's what it is. It's fine. I'm very lazy. It's, it's 12 o'clock at night. I'm very tired, but it's whatever. So for now, for Brandon Carr, for Car Car Car, I'm TJ Albin, your provider for the cheapest podcast in entertainment. So remember, guys, to always keep it cheap, and we will catch you guys next time.